This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. What's up, everybody? I'm over my Super Bowl hangover. I had a food hangover. I couldn't get out of bed on Monday. My kids are like, well, well what'd you eat? And I'm like, well, I had some brisket, had some nachos, I had a hot dog that was sitting on a hot dog tray for quite a while, I had a bunch of candy, I had a Red Bull, I had a Cherry Coke, I had uh, some iced tea, and then they're like, yeah, that, all that'll probably do it. And I'm like, but I'm not done. Can I get, and they're like, no, no, you've told us enough. So I was in a food coma all day on Monday. Welcome to Boomsies, episode 56, the Sergey Zubov episode. Played 100, sorry, 1,068 games in the NHL. Stanley Cup winner was coaching in the KHL up until 2022. Not sure if he is this year. Not sure if it's updated, but Sergey Zubov. Another Super Bowl is in the books. As is tradition now, went to my friends, Brian and Amanda Bickle. They have a a big bash. It just felt different this year because, well, COVID's over, right? COVID's done. So they could actually have a bunch of people there instead of like your bubble. So we had all the squares going and the one really detailed one, like the heads or tails uh what the the first uh, touchdown is going to be rushing or passing is an interception going to be returned for a touchdown is there going to be a missed field goal what's rihanna's first song what's the gatorade the gatorade color really threw everyone for a loop because it was purple never have we seen purple before and no one picked purple mention how the three of the last four have been blue so a lot of people Went on that knowledge and picked blue. I went with orange. No one was right. No one got Rihanna's first song right. Because we were all talking. We're like, she can't play bitch better have my money. Because you can't say bitch. But she came out with the B word right up the top. I was very nervous as well because in the lead up to the game, producer Tim and Z Money reached out to me. They're like, Dan, uh, can you put out a parlay? 
just have a little fun and say, here's Dan's pick for the Super Bowl. And I'm like, oh man, putting pen to paper. And if anyone looks at that and then placing that bet, that's a lot of pressure on a person. So I looked at it, studied it. These things really stressed me out. So I went with Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown. A.J. Brown, anytime touchdown. Kelsey scores a touchdown. I'm like, okay, I got one of the three. A.J. Brown scores a touchdown. I'm like, I got two of the three. And at halftime, I'm like, this is very much trending towards an over, which it did hit. So my three-way parlay hit, and I put money on it. I won. Because I'm like, I'm not just saying this. I'm actually doing it. So hopefully you followed my uh, three-way parlay. And uh, won a bit of money. Super Bowl halftime act, I thought was fantastic. Rihanna. First, I'm like, why didn't she bring out anyone? And then I'm like, she didn't bring out anyone because she's like, I'm Rihanna. I got this on my own, bitch. And some of those dancers were were hanging from the ceiling the whole time. And at some point, they're probably thinking, they're going to... They're going to let us down, right? We aren't stuck up here for life. Fourth quarter cut to them like, we're still up here. And I'm not alone in thinking that last shot where Rihanna's up there and you saw like a string come down or go up and you're like, okay, they're going to launch her into space. But no, they just went to black. I'm like, okay. Rihanna's okay. You cannot. You cannot launch Rihanna into space. We need her. I also posted that uh, it was my two-year anniversary of uh, getting clean and sober, and that Super Bowl party is where it all started, because I woke up the Monday morning two years ago, and I'm like, yeah, I need some help. So it's now a celebration, except uh, I try to poison myself by way of food now. And I I made a social media post before and after pictures, (laughs) some funny comments. People were like, ah, you did the old uh, before and after picture, but the after picture first and the before after. I'm like, ah, unique way of doing that, Dan. So all those people that commented on that made me chuckle. And I wanted to surprise producer Tim and uh, Z Money with this because I've never asked them this and I want to get the raw honest take and that is well I've worked with Tim for 20 years 20 years we've worked together Andrew for six or seven maybe more so I've known both of them a very long time so they've worked with me before and after sobriety it's not like I wasn't going to work I wasn't like (laughs) carrying around bottles of wine and Drinking bourbon. Although we did drink bourbon the odd time at Fox because we were allowed booze in our offices, which was very strange. We did shots with Nate Diaz. He came into the studio. We had a little bar cart in our last set at Fox where a lot of the guests would come in. They're like, hey, we're allowed to do shots. We're like, yeah, let's do it. We wouldn't get tanked, but still, we did a shot before the show. So I wanted to get their take on the before and after me. The raw, honest take. 
So producer Tim, in a sentence or two, the before me compared to the now me, is there a difference? Am I easier to deal with? You're definitely easier to deal with. Yeah. You're a lot lot calmer. You don't, you don't freak out when I say we have to do something. Also, can I just mention, it was weird, the drinking at Fox. I just thought it was weird. I thought it was amazing. Like it went from, oh, we can sit around and have a post-show beer to, let's do shots before the show. It's like, eh, eh, Mm. kind of weird. Definitely wouldn't fly up here. Yeah, it was a different time though, Tim. It was a different time. It was 2013, man. (laughs) okay so that's tim's take i love it i'm more calm z money your take yeah i definitely think you're more calm and uh yeah i think it's just been an awesome change but we did have a couple drinks at that other place uh that cannot be mentioned uh there's definitely a a couple post-show drinks uh some coors slice got uh, handed out quite a few times yeah oh my god they stopped making those didn't they uh, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love it. Uh, so calmness. I would a hundred percent agree with that. Much more calm. Things don't rattle me. Technology doesn't rattle me, which is great. Uh, it was a crazy weekend. Uh, we had the Super Bowl. We had the waste management open. Nick Taylor, our Canadian purses have gone up so much. He finished second. And won $2 million. Our friend Perry, who is a big Boomsies listener, um, he's appeared on Boomsies. He saw after day one, he's like, I saw Nick Taylor was in the mix. He put a dollar on Nick Taylor to win the thing. He would have won like 150 bucks, came second. So I, I didn't know the odds would have been that staggering when a guy was in the hunt, when he was in the top five after day one. But um, Perry did not win. And he also lost on a bet he made with me. He took the under in the Super Bowl. I said, you never do that. And he sent me a text uh, the next day. He's like, remind me never to take the under in a game because what a horrible way to watch a game. And I was like, that's how, what I've preached for my entire life. You're cheering for no scoring. You're cheering for a boring game when you take the over. And if you think the under is going to hit, just don't, just don't bet on it. Then you aren't cheering for it. But that over, 62% of the money was on the over. I said to a friend, I said, it's going to be trick play central. And it was a lot of, a lot of plays that weren't in the book were brought out uh, on Super Bowl Sunday, which was the over betters dream come true. Our friend Sully, he's appeared on this podcast before. He was in Arizona for all of it. And Sully, you got to experience my favorite thing about Super Bowl weekend. You flew out of the host city on the day of the game. So was your experience in that airport as magical as mine when I flew out of Houston on the day of the Super Bowl in Houston, which was no one was there? Well, I think the hard thing for me, Dan, is yes, I left the morning of the Super Bowl, but you do know where I live, correct? In L.A.? Oh, in Vegas. Las Vegas, Dan. You have two. You have two homes. I forgot you flew back to Las Vegas. So it was 
there was a good crowd. It was a sold out Southwest Airlines flight. Really? But yeah, and you know what was bananas? A one. I got A one, Dan. I got to choose my seat and not have. Well, let me rephrase that. I thought I got to choose my seat, Dan. But with all the pre-boarding and all the other things, I probably was like number eight getting on. Still got a great seat, but. Okay, so this confuses a lot of our Canadian listeners because we don't have Southwest here. And I experienced this one time when I flew to Vegas when I uh, handed them my ticket. I'm like, oh, where am I sitting? They took my ticket. I'm like, I'm going to need that to find a seat. They're like, "Eh, you got to find your own. So Southwest Airlines, uh, for the Canadian listeners, you find your own seat. Are we giving a free plug? Free plug Southwest Airlines? Sure. Uh, Okay, so the way Southwest Airlines works is you got to check in 24 hours before. And I'm not kidding you. Hit you not. If you don't hit that button right away, you're a C. And for those of you that don't understand, A's go first, then B's. And if you're a C, 100% you're sitting in the middle and you have to leave your bag. There's no other options. <laughs> you're leaving your bag, you're C, and you have to walk and and you got that uncomfortable, everyone's like not looking at you and you're walking by and then the head down and you can see the empty seat in the middle. And I'm not a small guy. I'm not a big fat guy. But no one really wants me sitting next to them if they don't have to, Dan. So. No one wants to sit in that middle seat and they start telling jokes. They're like, hey, make some new friends. Grab that middle seat. No. <laughs> Was it painful leaving knowing the Super Bowl was about to take place or had you had enough? Because you were there with our friend McLovin all week. You were on on uh, Media Row for the Super Bowl week. You went to the Waste Management Open. Was there some regret leaving day of? Zero. <laughs> yes, my kind of guy. And, and And I say this with everything that's humbled. I've been to seven Super Bowls. My first one was when the Patriots got throttled when I was a kid. Super Bowl XX versus the Chicago Bears. Rex Ryan, the 17-1 Chicago Bears. So that was my first one. And quick quiz for you, Dan. Yeah. Do you know who the halftime show was at Super Bowl XX? Gladys Knight. Up with people. Ah, yes. (laughs) Up so that, so they people. had just they had just probably gotten past because they used to be marching bands, I think, for the halftime show. Correct. It was horrible. I was tw- everything about it. Like I was in New Orleans as a twelve year old, I couldn't go out. When I did go to Bourbon Street, my sisters were like, "Don't look there." <laughs> someone's puking. Someone's urinating. Don't look in that window. Don't look what they're doing over there. So that was my first one, and then the last one that I went to was me and Schmoopy, the fabulous Schmoopy, went to the Patriots Rams Super Bowl in Atlanta, Super Bowl 53, which you don't confuse with Patriots Atlanta Super Bowl in Houston. Which I was at. Those. I confuse those all the time. So media row at the Super Bowl, the way I see it, I've never been, is just a, a stream of people walking through Hawken products what was your take on that whole week? I loved it because I was able to just be a PA for McLovin's show, the Maggie and Perloff show, yep. CBS radio. So I was able to just kind of hover around, Dan, and 
You know, it was funny because when I would meet people, they're like, what do you do? What's your name? <laughs> and I'd be like, I'm Sully and I'm legit just hanging out. So, but it was interesting because when they come to the set, they have so many people around them. And it's like, they're there. Emmett Smith was the best. Emmett Smith came with a, a bowl of wings and bounty. And then they had the interview. And when they were done, Emmett's people took the bowl of wings with them. Like, <laughs> they took them to every stop. Yeah. <laughs> every place Emmett went, the bowl of wings arrived and left. So was he promoting the wings and the bounty or just the bounty? Bounty. And it was amazing because McLovin started off before they even started recording talking about how he, Emmett Smith basically ruined his childhood because he's an uh, McLovin's an Eagles fan. Yeah. And Emmett was like, I wasn't even going to go there. We're going there. When we start, we're going right there. So the, the banter was great. And it's Emmett Smith. I mean, I fanned out. I didn't even get a chance to say hello, but he's such an amazing, he's got such a presence when he shows up, right? He's Emmett Smith. Yeah. And to have watch the people show up with the wings. Amazing. And then leave. <laughs> and Joe Montana, did you get a chance to meet him? I did not. They, a lot of the stuff was, <clears throat> so they interview whenever the person's ready. So even though McLovin's show goes on noon to three o'clock West Coast time, they get there in the morning and when they had people available, they did some pre-tape. I mean, you know how media works. Yeah. You pre-tape stuff. So, But it was interesting. It was very crowded. And then you have like the one group of people that just want to be really loud and and the big organizations and the big networks they had a huge setup where in the middle it was just like folding tables and people four to a table some people had live youtubes other people were just strictly radio it seems like a living nightmare i want no part of that so if boomsies ever gets offered a chance to go i don't know if we'll take it no you gotta go you gotta go dan it's great exposure the networking okay, that I got to do just as me was fantastic. I would do. He invited me last year. Last year was L.A. Why this don't you? How about we do this? We send you as our correspondent. If you do that next year, 1,000%. Because do you know why, Dan? Why? The Super Bowl's in Las Vegas next year. I think oh. you should come and just stay with us. Oh, we're going. We're going. Producer Tim, clip this f***ing audio and show it every time. Dan and Boomsies, Z-Money and Producer Tim, coming to Sully's by the slots, stay in here, and then we'll go to Media Row. What do you think? And here's the thing. Here's our thing on Media Row. We, I wear a Bet Rivers suit in all the Bet Rivers commercials. We all wear them. We all get outfitted in Bet Rivers suits, so people see us coming. They're like, oh, what's their deal? No. <laughs> Couldn't go along with it. Uh, okay, Arizona, you also went to, it's now the WM Open. They've taken waste management. They they want to be more than waste management. It's the WM Open. But you were there. Uh, you were in the grandstands. This event, we've both been to it before. It is quadrupled in size from when we were both there before. Dan, we went on, what day did I go? Saturday. Yep. We went on Saturday. 200,000 people there. Over 200,000 people there. Dan, when we walked in, they weren't even scanning tickets. They were just letting people go in, <laughs> which was, I was like, are they, I said to McLovin, I'm like, do I even need this? He's like, I guess not. They weren't even, so if you just showed up and were like, oh, maybe I'll just try to sneak in. You didn't even have to worry about sneaking in. They just let everybody, it was a sea of people just walking in 
and then you get into the area and then you choose which hole you want to go to. McLovin knew some people. So we were at uh, hole 17. So not the crazy 16, yep. the one after it. But where we were, we were lucky enough to be on the top level of the hospitality tent. Directly under us, show. I saw a kid get knocked out. I saw vape pens everywhere. Yeah. And some dry goods were being inhaled. Imagine going to a golf event and you get knocked out. That probably wasn't in your plans for the start of the day. And it was early. It was 2.30 when the kid oh got knocked out. A 2.30 KO at a golf event. <laughs> Dan, I went to the Waste Management Open. Super WM. Bowl 42. WM Open. Well, back then, back Waste then, I don't management. even think it was called. The, I think it was just the Phoenix Open back then. 15 Probably. years ago. Producer Tim, Google Waste Management Open's name in 15 years ago. So Super Bowl 42, Patriots, Giants, undefeated season. I forget how this game ended. But the the Phoenix Open, I think it was called the Phoenix Open, nothing compared to what I got to experience Saturday. Did they have for um, the Sunday at the golf, because when the, the Super Bowl was in Arizona before and the tournament was happening – for the VIPs, they had helicopter from the golf tournament so you could stay and watch all the golf and then helicopter to the game. Did they have that service this year? Not that I noticed. I didn't even know they had that for Sunday. Hell yeah. If you pay enough money, you well, can so have anything you want. You. To those people that are getting helicoptered, do they even have to pay for the helicopter or is that thrown in to get the big wigs and the big name people there? Well, I'm sure you've paid enough and they've incorporate that into your price to pay for the helicopter this is true i didn't see any of that i can't believe the super bowl's in vegas next year and we're going i can't believe you didn't know that i i i don't know what's happening tomorrow let alone next year so are we committing to you coming out yes tim has written it in there he's written it into the boomsies budget we've never spent a penny snoopy so o'toole's coming to vegas next year O'Toole and Bad Rivers and Boomsies are coming to Vegas next year. Sweet. Very enthusiastic from Schmoopy there. I can feel it. She doesn't care. Okay, well, Sully, we thank you for this. Thank you for being our um, our correspondent uh, media row. And uh, I'm sorry that you didn't have the same leaving Super Bowl City day of the game experience that I had. Well, it happens when you live in Las Vegas, Dan. It's people either going to the Super Bowl in the city it's in, or they're coming here to Las Vegas and bet the game. How long is that flight? Do you even do you even level out? Because uh, the flight from Vegas to L.A., you don't even get to a point where you're you're flying level. No, it was. I think it was up and down in forty two minutes. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Perfect. Love it. Thanks, Sally. Okay, we're going to Vegas. We're all going to wear Boomsies suits. Sorry, Bet Rivers suits. Seriously, if we have Sully on the ground in Vegas on Media Row, we've got guests that other shows don't even get. They're like, 
How'd you get Wayne Gretzky here? He has nothing to do with the Super Bowl. We're like, whatever. We got him because of Sully. He's a guy who can work a room. Like People just come up to him. Who are you? What's your deal? Because I don't know. I'm Sully. So I love that we're going to Vegas. Our first ever Boomsies trip. Uh, we're going to go through our email. Boy, we got a ton this week. And don't forget, when you email us at yeah, let's talk at gmail.com. You can win a CHL prize pack. Pick whatever team you want in the CHL. Uh, let's dive in here. Got to put on my uh, Mr. Magoo glasses. Here we go. Amazon, four for 20 bucks. What a deal. Bonjour, Dan. I am Jose from Montreal. Love the pods, and I've listened since the first episode and follow since your day in the network we will not mention with Jay. I listened to the latest pod when you talked about watching the Star Wars movie Return of the Jedi. May I suggest you watching the movies the order that came out in theater, starting with episode six, Star Wars and New Hope, then following the order. That uh, will under that will make you understand more the story and the characters and not confuse Ewoks for being Chewbacca's kids. May the force be with you. Continue the good work. I won't be doing that. Hi, Dan. First off, congratulations on your two-year sobriety anniversary. We're all rooting for you here in oil country. My week didn't start off well. I had two no-shows at my threesome. <laughs> what a line. What a, I had two no-shows at my threesome. I wanted to chime in on your conversation about internet shopping. My first WWW purchase was back in 1996 while living in South Korea. While surfing the web on dial-up, I found a now-defunct website called Killer Fonts. This site sold the handwritten fonts of serial killers. Wow. I purchased the Jeffrey Dahmer font for $3.99 and shared sentences like, Tonight, I think I'll cook some liver and onions. Just so you know, I'm a better person today. Keep on keeping on. Regards, Mike. That was a roller coaster. Hi, Dan. Boy, am I glad producer Tim and I didn't talk about Star Wars when I met him at that wedding years ago. He claims he wasn't at. No chance I could fake enjoy that conversation. Hashtag Star Wars. Your boy cops. Dan, love the podcast. Can't say I've missed an episode. Well, I could say that, but it wouldn't be true. I feel like you'd be a great guy to hang with, perhaps as I pass through on the way to Boys Weekend at the Cottage in Ennismore. Ah, the Holy Land. Then I think, what snacks could we possibly share together as we chat? Cookies and cream ice cream is certainly in the top five of ice cream flavors. Cherry Coke, Pepsi, you're done. Pepsi Zero for the win. Or perhaps a Fresca if I'm feeling fancy. Gatorade, blue every time. To make matters worse, you'd probably serve me ketchup chips. You still love your show with Jay on that now defunct network. And one of the memories that still make me still make my now adult kids and I laugh were the times you pointed out Mr. And Mrs. Malkin in the stands at Penguins games and the fancy sweaters they were wearing. Oh man, that just killed us. Keep it up. Thanks, James. James uh, specifically picked all the snacks I hate. So this email starts with, I think Tim and Z Money need to spend an episode teaching Star Wars lore. I'm like you. I know a little, but apparently I paid more attention than you, Tina. Hey, get out of here. 
cats. Hi, Dan. To my excitement, you read my letter on episode 55. I completely forgot to ask you, Z Money and producer Tim, and your plans to roll out Boomsy's merchandise. Would love to sport a t-shirt or hat while I tour around small town Ontario this summer. Thanks again, Dan and fellas, for keeping us informed, debating our Lint Chocolates garbage, LOL, and laughing. My favorite is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Big hugs, Dan. You're doing and looking great. Melissa from Kingston. Tim, how we were looking on Boomsy's merch. Tim's our merch guy. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I just told you what I'm talking about, but I guess don't listen. Hey, Dan, I think it was Chris from Sault Ste. Marie who suggested a Boomsy show in the Sioux. Make it happen. Just wait for winter to leave. Can't wait. Stephen, Sault Ste. Marie. So I think before we go to Vegas, we're going to the Sioux. The first show ever to an on to do their first on location in Sault Ste. Marie and then their second at the Super Bowl in Vegas. Oh, and we're going to go to Philly this summer too with McLovin. We're going to a Phillies game. Sault Ste. Marie, Philly, Vegas. The Boomsies trifecta. Hey, Dan, forget Star Wars. What a man of your sense of humor needs to watch is the Mel Brooks cinematic masterpiece Spaceballs. Pause. I've seen it. Not only is it an excellent parody film, it features two of Canada's great entertainers, the legendary Rick Moranis and the late great John Candy. Plus, it's one film as opposed to 11 movies and 27 TV series. Thanks for the weekly laughs, Patrick. Spaceballs. What a flick. Greetings from Saskatoon. It's JD from the City of Bridges. Listening to Wednesday's pod was a complete highlight of my day off on Friday. I've really appreciated catching up on the pod during the past few weeks. This pod, amongst others, helped me relax and get situated in life and helps me slow down and pause for life. So thanks for your work and the work and effort that you put into the pod every week. Thanks, as always, JD from YXE, the City of Bridges. What's up, Dan? It's Jeff from Winnipeg, home of the number one ranked team in the WHL. Go ice. Thanks for all you guys do giving us the pod twice a week. I have two part question. I have a two part question for you. My first question is, do you play the Tim Hortons hockey challenge on the Tim Hortons app? I don't know what that is. So no. My second question is about Northwest Ontario. There have been many times over the past 100 years where Northwest Ontario has suggested seceding from Ontario, seceding from Ontario and becoming part of Manitoba due to various economic reasons. A trip from Kenora to Toronto is 20 hours as opposed to two hours from Winnipeg. So it makes sense to me. As a Southern Ontario native yourself, would you be sad to see Manitoba absolve Northern Ontario? Wow. First off, I've never heard about Northwestern Ontario wanting to join Manitoba. I've made that drive. I've been to Kenora. It's a bitch of a drive. Can't we all just get along? Can't can't they get the services from Manitoba and still be part of Ontario? I'm just for whatever makes people happy. I don't want to start fights. I don't want a Ontario Manitoba war. No one wants that. Go Jets. And ice. Hey, Toolsy. I wanted to... (laughs) I'm still not sure how I'm supposed to... 
Am I supposed to say, yeah, get out of Ontario, join Manitoba? And then if I say, yeah, let them join Manitoba, there's no right answer for that. There's no right answer for, for me to give that. For them joining Manitoba. Hey, Toolsy, I want to agree with you about what you recently tweeted about. Those wah commercials are the West. Oh, are the worst. Right. So I tweeted last week because we see the Hyundai commercials where it's like, everyone is wah. We are wah. Experience the wah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. I know it's supposed to be wow, but just say wow. And people say, well, it's Korean for wow. I'm like, explain that. I don't know. Those WA commercials are the worst. Hyundai says that they're the best at WA, but it's really easy to be the best when you're the only one doing this silly thing. They keep trying to force it, but it's simply not going to work. You know what Canadians would say? That is wow, but more. Boomsies! Travis in Calgary. P.S. I do disagree on your Gatorade picks. G2 Grape is the best, and it's not even close. Ah, so that's what they dumped in the Super Bowl. The purple was grape. That makes sense. As far as flavors go in things like popsicles, freezies, all that crap. Cherry and grape flavors are always kick ass. Same with cough medicines. Those are the only good flavors. Hi, Dan, Z Money and Producer Tim. Love the pod. You're honestly, your honesty and humorous takes... I need to learn how to f- read. Hi, Dan, Z Money, and Producer Tim. Love the pod. Your honesty and humorous takes. See, sometimes these sentences aren't written correctly. I'm going to read it as it's written. Love the pod. Your honesty and humorous takes part a smile on my face every time I listen. He's supposed to, that's supposed to be put a smile, not part. People need to, to read them before they send them. I listened to episode 52 and 53 of the Boomsies podcast, and I'd love to disagree. Lint chocolate is not disgusting. I actually find lint chocolate to be quite good. On another hand, to one of the listeners' voicemail questions about eating burgers or fries first, I definitely eat burgers first. Then the only type of fries I would eat are poutine. As someone who lives in Markham, I don't know of any butchers in Markham using the city's name as part of the name of the butcher shop. Great points, nonetheless. Thank you. Take care. Keep up the great work. Matthew from Markham. Hi, Danny Juan Kenobi. Screw Yellowknife for golfing. You have to carry your own piece of sod around as there's no grass. Come to Hay River to golf. We have the best and most beautiful nine-hole course in all of the north. No need to carry sod around. Still haven't seen the dozen or so Johnnies that live in town walking around in his new WHL swag pack, which he won a few weeks back. If you sent Canada Post, probably hasn't arrived yet. I'm assuming Johnny picked the Edmonton Oil Kings, as everyone here are Oilers fans. Next, episode 56 for Tyler Bertuzzi. Best flow in the NHL. Love the podcast, Chris from Hay River. And our last email. Hey, Dan, LeBron passed Jabbar last night. He and other uh, he and others think he is the basketball GOAT. I couldn't care less about basketball because they just seem like more hungry people who don't care about the actual sport. They only care about their pockets. They will take any chance to sit. If they had a tummy ache, they would sit 
with a lower body injury because you know the stomach is part of the lower body. But a hockey player takes a stick to the face, breaks fingers, etc., and they keep playing. When you ask American sports media about goats in sports, they don't even talk about Gretzky. He doesn't make most of their top five goats list, even though his points record will never be touched. Not like LeBron's record when he retires will fall one day. Brady's records will fall one day and the list goes on. Why doesn't Gretzky get the recognition he rightfully deserves as the greatest goat of all time? P.S. Manning is the goat, not Brady. He didn't have teams built around him like Brady. He set records as a 39-year-old that Brady had to play till 45 to break. Super Bowl wins is a team accomplishment. Quarterbacks playing now in a 17-game season are struggling to break Manning's yards and touchdowns in a 16-game season. Anywho, till next time, Seabass. You're right, Kresge doesn't get the recognition. What are you going to do? I don't I don't think LeBron's worried about just his pockets. He's worried about his legacy. LeBron is all about his legacy. But if he goes in, when he goes into the Basketball Hall of Fame, what jersey does he wear? Because he is a man without a home right now. Cleveland, Miami, L.A., Cleveland, I guess. But Cleveland, he put the Cavs on the map. I did watch that record-breaking performance. And then people complained about the game because there was like 10 seconds to go in the quarter. And they're like, well, did you stop in the game? I'm like, no one f- cares. They're only watching this to see him break the record. Yeah, stop the game. Okay, so there's a lot to choose from there. We had people debating the goats. We had people... Uh, Debating Lint Chocolate, which is a debate that doesn't seem to want to go away. Z-Money, our prize pack winner, goes to... Goes to Mike, who was two no-shows away from a threesome. (laughs) Oh, that was a good line. Okay, Mike, congratulations. You win your CHL prize pack. Don't forget to email us at yaletstalk at gmail.com. Y-A-letstalk at gmail.com. Uh, I think we accomplished a lot as usual on this podcast. We uh, recapped a great Super Bowl. That was just a kick-ass game. Take out that I got everything that I selected in the game right. But with your halftime act, I don't care if you're a Rihanna fan or not, just the visuals on that. If you saw that and you were in the 1960s, you would, you'd be blown away. If you saw that 10 years ago, 20 years ago, you'd be like, what? What am I seeing here? Just fantastic production. Kevin Burkhart on the call. My buddy just killed it. They just need to fix the grass on the field. How do you make slippery grass? They got the the sod from a sod local sod farm. Is it the slippery grass sod farm? So we got to fix the field next year. Too much paint on there. I don't know how you. Maybe they put Pam all over the sprayed Pam all over the field before the game. Too much slipping. Not enough gripping. Appreciate you being here. Until we see you next week.
Make sure you hug someone. Hugs are great. And be nice. It doesn't cost you anything. Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozie. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies. Thanks for listening to Boomsies.